Hello and welcome to Hey Art What's Good. We're a podcast based in the north of England where we like to check out art and see what's good with it. My name's Alice. And my name's Rosie. Something we like to do here on Hey Art What's Good is to check in with each other and see what's good with us. Uh, so Rosie, what's good with you this week? Ooh, well, what's good with me is I've been trying to get up early. So I have a partner who goes to like a normal job every morning and he gets a Greg's breakfast on the way to work. So I've been accompanying him to Greg's and sometimes, yeah, getting a Greg's. Ooh. And it's just like really a nice way to start the day because as someone that like works from home or like has an unconventional work schedule, it's nice to like get out the house and like have a kind of yeah. commute without, and then I just go home and then do my work. But it's, I'm so much like, I, even if I'm starting later, I feel like I'm more in the mindset and I get more done and I'm more productive because I've had a little morning walk. Yeah, because it's like if you go out first thing in the morning, it's like you're already ready because you have to go out. So if you go back in, you're ready to go. Totally. And I let myself, I don't like get fully ready because I'm only going to like Greg's and then walking home. But it's like, yeah, like I've had to get dressed. You don't adhere to the high clothing standards that Greg's demands. (laughs) No, like no tracksuits or trainers. Yeah, that Greg's, the one in North Shields. It's really high standards. Uh Yeah, that one. Perfect. (laughs) But it's just been lovely and I love getting up early and I think I am a morning person. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's been really good. That sounds good. Not good is how tired I am. But that's the process. Yes. Seven o'clock. That's when I want to just be naturally waking up. Yeah. Oh, that, good. I just feel like that's, I can stay up late enough. Mm. It's not too early. So, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, that's what's good with me. Very good. What about you, Alice? What is good? Well, I am into a new podcast series. Because hey. I get into lots of podcast series because like, when I'm at work, if I'm just editing like some video or doing a little animation or whatever, I don't really need to listen to it sometimes. So yeah. I just whack on a podcast. Mm. So I'm a bit late to this party, but I've been listening to this one called The Magnus Archives. Ooh, Have you heard never, of that? Never in my well, life. Well, it's a British one, and I never listen to British podcasts. Why do you hate British no, media? I, no, I don't. It's just Americans are good with marketing. <laughs> I don't know. I've literally never heard of this until recently. You never watch, like, British TV? I know. <laughs> I'll, I'm working on it, Rosie. I'm working on it. Okay. Um, I trust you. I believe you. Oh, phew, thank God for that. <laughs> uh, but this, it's like a horror fiction podcast Ooh. thingy. So I seem to be to do with magic. I don't know. Magnus made me think that. But it's more about, so like, the format of it is this dude who's the head archivist of the Magnus archives. Uh, and in this world of the podcast, it's basically if someone ever reports something like paranormal or supernatural or weird, it gets recorded, like the report gets taken to the Magnus archives. And so this dude is like, I I was going to say digitizing the records by like doing like an audio recording of it, but he has to use like an oldie timey tape (laughs) recorder because of just, it just doesn't work on a a laptop or something like that. So that's the format for the show. So it's kind of monster of the week ish, but then there's like overarching, um, like storylines it's really good so i'm on episode 64 and i worked that out which means i've listened to about 12 hours of it so far wow <laughs> that's impressive i think so like about 20 ish minutes each in about 64 episodes i think that's it i would listen to that it's really good and it's in so lots of things well it's like between like 15 and 25 minutes long each episode so it's it's nice it's like that's easy like, consumable yeah that's commute yeah well it is because Material. <laughs> as, as i think i mentioned last time no, I didn't. I said I had January resolutions last time, but I didn't say what they were. One of my January resolutions was to walk to work every day. So since I've been walking to work every day, I can listen to like two. Yeah. So, oh, perfect. 
but then also listen to about one million when I'm actually here. So <laughs> also good. <laughs> what else is good is oh. the exhibition we're going to talk about this week. Seamless. Well done. Cast your mind back, Rosie. I dare you <gasps> to the middle of December. Okay. A whole I'm month ago now. I'm there. Uh, we going. <laughs> oh, we decided to have a little bit of a fun day trip to somewhere we've both never been before. No, I've never yep. been to Hull. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thunk it? City of Culture, twenty seventeen. Sometime <laughs> in the recent past, it was City of Culture, so we both thought there's got to be something there. Turns out there is. And saying that, we did only go on like one street. Yeah, literally one street. But it was what a street! Uh-huh. Like you don't need any more streets if you've got a street like that. <laughs> <laughs> Peak Street. <laughs> Write like Hull City Council a letter. Get rid of the rest of them. Just need <laughs> this one. The streets. Get rid. Simply don't need. Don't need. It's wasteful. <laughs> so we went on down to Hull and to check out specifically this gallery called Humber Street Gallery. And as it turns out, it's on a street called Humber Street. Who'd have thought? And that's the street we lived on essentially for that entire day. It yeah. was mint. There was there's cool cafes, cool bars, this big tap house. We went for tapas. Yeah. And then also like two or three galleries or something. So Yeah. And then there was like I did a bit of Christmas shopping. A bit of Christmas shopping. At like this lovely kind of independent art shop because they had like prints mm-hmm. and they had like lovely stationery. It was gorgeous. There was like vintage shops. It yes. was just so nice. Yeah, the tapas. Oh, oh that's what was good. Nice. Well, yeah. Oh. <laughs> like last year was mine and Rosie's year of tapas ever since we went to Spain that one time. Yeah. Oh. Let's get, let's get on... Um, Japanese food this time. Oh, I'm into it. Done and done. We did Wagamama's like uh, a little while in ago. In Sheffield, yeah, after so, Dogfest. I'm into oh, it. Oh, perfect. Lovely. Well, I love sushi. It's my fave. So, oh, well sorted. Oh. Nice. Okay. okay. We'll talk about that later, <laughs> though. Later. This is a different thing. We're, we're going to actually talk about art now. <laughs> so, Humber Street Gallery. Pretty cool gallery. It's a contemporary art space in Hull. And I've written down in my notes, which is thoroughly delightful. Oh, <laughs> what a you sentence. <laughs> um, and to be honest, us going there is like a testament to like its social media, really, because they followed me on Instagram, they followed me on Instagram as well. And I checked, first of all, branding, nice, yeah. love it. The logo is just simple and nice. And like yeah. yellow. It's a stylish gallery mm-hmm. in general, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, it's cool. And then I saw on their Instagram that I had an exhibition open. I was like, I'm off that day so and down we went so Humber Street Gallery social media team well done good job Uh actually yeah because then when we went and we put some stuff on our Instagram story and they immediately like yeah like gave us some attention and we were like hey nice (laughs) we see you attention um but (laughs) that's the the podcast yes uh but the exhibition that was opening that night uh was by an artist called ollie duke and it's called proboscidia wrappings or as we're going to refer to it jumbo as jumbo yes (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry that's a lot of like big words that i don't know no no, i mean jumbo works well because you could have also called it jumbo i suppose and it would have actually feels a fit in theme with the whole context and point of the exhibition but we'll talk about that in one second yeah so it was so worth the visit i mean just the day in general was Mm. lovely but that exhibition was just pretty mm. sick Mm. Mm -mm -mm. tasty so proboscidia i had to research what that means a proboscidia or proboscidian which is the noun is a mammal of the order proboscidia which comprises the elephants and their extinct relatives oh 
So if you knew that already, you'd know that this exhibition is about elephants, or more specifically, one elephant. Jumbo the elephant. Jumbo the elephant. Had you ever heard of Jumbo before? I hadn't. I had not either, but I assume that's where the inspo for Dumbo came from? I would have thought. Yeah, because I mean, that's really lazy on Disney's part. (laughs) It's essentially the same word. (laughs) Yeah, it's just about this like really super special elephant everyone loved. Pretty much. That's Jumbo. And I like, oh, but it's also heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. And deserving well deserving of an exhibition oh yeah absolutely and oh and oh before we start if you liked last week's episode or if you went to the baltic to go and see is it animal-esque 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 at the baltic because it's going to be on for ages if you like that you'll like this Mm. and vice versa because i think there's a lot of crossing oh yeah definitely but it's almost like imagine so if animal-esque is like a group exhibition with loads of different ideas jumbo i'm sorry yeah that's all all good (laughs) this jumbo exhibition is like a really like honed in Mm. specialized like look at a specific thing yes but it's like totally the same like themes and like and also the same kind of end product in a sort of way we'll explore we will but i'm excited and i've just wanted to give people a heads up if you like that you'll like this there we go well so it's all about this elephant jumbo and it like the history of it is kind of explained and as i already said a a sad tale so this elephant back in the mid 1800s was like just snatched away from africa like many things were unfortunately um and brought over to the uk where it just kind of got in the circus racket i suppose i think yeah. it was in london zoo first and then some dude yeah. bought it because wasn't it in paris at some point yes and then transported to london zoo. yes and then uh the american circus man pt barnum was like oh i want it and then so he got had it. it he did boo hiss <laughs> don't like him he's a baddie we'll tell you why he's a baddie and you should boo hiss him so then he started his career as a circus elephant and he was just generally wasn't trepped very well but this was at the time late 1800s uh when photography was much more accessible printmaking was a whole thing um just this whole commercialization and consumerist kind of landscape was evolving across like america and the uk and just generally the western world and everyone knew jumbo jumbo became a household name iconic iconic indeed and it became synonymous with being just big. Mm. He, was, he was a rather big elephant. Bit extra. But extra, yep. And we'll, so we'll talk about that, some aspects of this exhibition, that look at that element specifically, which is really, really interesting. Because before this elephant, Jumbo wasn't really much like, of a word. Jumbo wasn't a real word until it's ju- like it's an elephant's name. It's a nonsense word. It's crazy. It's so cool. It's cool. <laughs> I love the way like words and slang just come about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So... Now, oh, a weird thing as well that day that I think we should mention oh, is because yeah. I love, as I mentioned, I love my Greggs and I've like started getting my Greggs every day and my Greggs order in the morning because I don't often have a big appetite in the morning is a, all but a croissant and I love me croissants. It's a good time. We went to Rotterdam a little while ago, as you may recall, and in the Netherlands, or is it just Rotterdam? It's you in were, the Netherlands, yeah. You were telling me about a shop where you can get four croissants or three, four. It was four, oh, it's wonderful. Four massive croissants for one euro. What a world! Mm-hmm. I want to go to mainland Europe, please. Yeah. Oh, that's the that's, that's the life I want. <laughs> Every day, I'd be so fat and I'd be so happy. It'll be a good oh. time. But that shop is called Jumbo. Yep, and actually then, Jumbo. Yeah. <laughs> and we were talking about it on the train to Hull, and then there, there it was. There was the logo yep. incorporated in this exhibition. Just 
small world i love it things. so cool <laughs> but that's like there's a whole shop named after it and everyone gets like jumbo packs of stuff mm. and there are jumbo jets yes like a whole plane mm-hmm. a whole brand of plane a whole series Indeed. of planes <laughs> after i was gonna say little old jumbo but big big, big old jumbo, jumbo. <laughs> <laughs> well now that we've given you a bit of a bit of history do you want to try and take with through a little walk around curation corner Rosie. Yes, i'll try and take you there so you can be there with us in your mind's eye so kind of ironically the room that it's in is quite small yeah that's about like the other it's on the ground floor so it's in like, the, the project space yeah and you first walk in and it's this lovely the gallery is just really cool and lush like it's really like modern and yeah kind of minimalist mm. and very fashionable so worth like worth a trip nice so you walk through into the back and it was this quite dark small squarish room very nondescript basic gallery but in the middle kind of an angle is this massive rectangle I'm kind of thinking is it Space Odyssey 2001 Uh, Space Odyssey obelisk yeah (laughs) with that massive black alien thing that so it's like that that's Mm. the vibe so it's very imposing yeah um and you have to like walk around it like it's kind of got this it's a screen like it's that's being projected onto but you're at the back when you walk in so you have to like walk around to go see the front kind of so interesting like use of the space and like how it commands you to it's almost like you walk in like backstage mm. and you have to like walk around to like the audience section I mm-hmm. don't know because it, it does feel like you have to like yeah like you're you've got to navigate the space yeah it's not like given to you you kind of mm-hmm. have to work for it um and then I noticed they're referred to as sculptures in the little book you get with the exhibition. Um, but it's kind of like wall-based sculpture, I suppose, where yeah. it's like... Because they're kind of like leaning against the wall. Yeah. And also there's these similar, like her rectangular boards leaning up against the wall and they have loads of images kind of pasted on them. But they're like a grey material and it turns out the... It's like fake elephant skin or elephant hide. And the if you like kind of like added up all of the material used for the board, it would be the surface area of an the elephant. It's pretty sick. Just really cool. Really <laughs> cool. And almost like the the images on are kind of like the it's branding. Mm. So it's it's stuff like from the supermarkets and like the products that say jumbo, but it's also um, material that the circus would have used and the zoos would have used to advertise come and see our like huge elephant mm. so it's like yeah like branding in the sense of branding for a product but when you brand an animal mm. like when you like oh that's a good burn link. its skin and like say like this is my animal farm like farmer people do yeah. it i don't know so yeah and, and that's really the bulk of the exhibition but within that it's so like hyper focused on this particular story it's it's saying a lot about a little and oh it's, yeah it's uh, i loved it that's what i like i think i like it when it's a really simple thing or quite a small exhibition but it's kind of just looking at one thing in really so nice detail super duper meaty yes that's, that's a word we we like to say here yeah. meaty <laughs> It is, truly. And it's not so... It's kind of good that it's not a big space because there's a lot of content there. Mm. So we spent quite a lot of time there. Oh, yeah. Um, 
and f- I felt like I kind of saw everything in as much depth as I wanted to. Yeah. Which is something, you know, when you contrast that to somewhere like the Baltic, where you can go and feel like you didn't get to spend as much time with all of the art as you maybe yeah, would have wanted. I've, I've had to say Animalesque like three times and I feel as though I still haven't really given yeah, it all my full attention. Definitely. So I like that. I think there's some like it's merit It's nice to go to back. That. Yes. But when Halsey is away it's nice to yeah to get it all there before we train <laughs> I like that I like because I think side gallery is a good one for that as well they have mm. very nice concise exhibitions yeah and maybe that's what I'm into oh uh well one thing we haven't said is what was on the video yeah on this massive monolith in the middle of the room because I think that's gonna get most of our attention that truly was the centerpiece I believe so literally well uh, since you mentioned animal-esque, this actually does make us think a bit of uh, my favourite piece from that, the two or three tigers, the really creepy video animation thing. Yeah. Um, it is it is animation and it's a series of stuff, um, but a lot of it is like this like jumbo elephant, like an elephant model. Um, but it's done in such a way where it's like, it's someone holding a seance and talking to the spirit of this elephant. Yeah. And so... Jumbo's voice, I think that's the only voice you hear. You see the questions or the thoughts of like the whoever will be leading this seance kind of in text and then you hear Jumbo's responses and it's like a really deep booming, like yeah. somewhat distorted voice. Like it's very Yes. It can be hard it was like hard to understand in some bits, but like oh so cool. It's it was very it's, atmospheric. It was and I think it captured his presence of this it was a big voice mm-hmm. i think that was like the I, I, you got the sense of it being from this big thing oh yeah it's big energy and i wonder if the seance is relevant like that format because mm-hmm. i'm just literally just thinking about this and i'm not going to turn my phone on from airplane mode to re- like research okay. this on the spot but I have a feeling, isn't it like the 1800s when Jumbo was alive? Oh, Victorians loved that shit, yeah. Big, when the spiritualist movement was happening, especially in America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe that's like a, like a link that I didn't think of when we were there. Yeah, oh no, I like it. And like, wasn't Charles Dickens dead in that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Old Charlie, Charlie D. <laughs> loved a good seance. <laughs> but that's a really good point, yeah. Um, the, like that, and what's that show? There was a, a show with Ava Green in it, and it was set in Victorian UK or America. It was Cap. really w- Penny Penny <laughs> Dreadful. There was a show oh, called Penny Dreadful, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, stopped watching that in like season two. But just before I stopped watching it, they were doing a séance because Victorians. <laughs> just little little <laughs> thought, a little thought about Alice's yeah. life. <laughs> Thanks, Alice. <laughs> You're very welcome. But the seance, it kind of, it's the medium just asking about Jumbo and yeah. his life. And so, you don't hear that, like, their voice. It is yeah. about giving Jumbo a voice. Yes. Um, so it starts with, it. I mean, the, literally the first question from the medium is, when did it begin? So it starts at the beginning in Jumbo's responses. It started when you took me from her and her from me. So I assume that's his mama elephant and i assume very tragically separated yes because elephants are one of my top five like one of my top five elephants what (laughs) no elephants are one of my top five animals they're so nice and smart exactly and they have like really they're really like emotionally intelligent Mm -hmm. and they have really strong like emotional bonds yeah and i'm sure i read because 
there's a like an accompanying essay that you're given at the gallery. So another reason this gallery is kind of sick. Um, but I'm sure in that it was saying that when he was like in the zoo, so in like Paris and London, he was like to the zoo goers, he was really like friendly and lovely and like very gentle around people but then behind the scenes he was actually like a bit of a nightmare and yeah. it's because he wasn't getting like the social he was alone yeah he wasn't getting the social interaction he needed and like he was like ripped away and he yeah. needs like elephants get really distressed mm -hmm. if they're like not surrounded by if they're not part of a community mm -hmm. i'm sure this is another tangent i'm so sorry no, no, please <laughs> because i'm listening to a podcast i love called criminal okay um and it's like true crime, but it's also like, it's interesting stories, but I'm sure there was something in South Africa or it was some, it might've been somewhere else, but it was where elephants were brought in and it was male elephants started going crazy and killing people because elephants go through crazy puberty. But what happens is they get all these like hormones of like, I'm a man elephant now, I'm a, like, gonna be man elephant have some sex with lady elephants and stuff and they're trying <laughs> like big up themselves yeah and what normally happens is there's a bigger man elephant there just be like boys yeah i'm much bigger than you you don't want to start a fight yeah and then they're like oh shit okay yeah and then they're like t they get they're like oh actually they get no. <laughs> yeah like they realize they're actually like they feel all big and strong and like mm. want to cause havoc and then another elephant's just like nah mate you're gonna lose mm -hmm. so they, they get it like they get it <laughs> and but they, there's elephants in this scenario where they didn't have that yeah and then they started going wild oh, and they were really dangerous yeah. and they were going on like massive stampedes and like it was Ooh. really violent because there were no other male elephants there to mm -hmm. put them in their place oh, so it really can affect yeah. like they're very that's why it's so sad when you see because it was like such a trend, like elephants being like paraded oh, about yeah. and stuff. And these like, yes, they are fantastic creatures and you want to be able to see them. But like, they <laughs> they understand like the cruelty. Like, mm -hmm. oh, maybe they don't understand the cruelty. And they, they understand like comprehending human cruelty is maybe mm -hmm. not what's happening. But like, I feel like they feel the pain that yeah. we are causing. So slight tangent but yeah no no irrelevant tangent so Thank you. <laughs> barely a tangent but um yeah it's just interesting and then i mean this exhibition essentially is also a history lesson because again didn't know jumbo the elephant was a thing before yep. this love learning um so yeah the medium goes through and asks questions so it's like it gives dates and stuff when like jumbo arrived into paris and then to london and then when he went off across the across the sea to America um and it like it's funny that it says finally you left across that great ocean to the new world and Jumbo says of course every celebrity needs a compelling story and then the medium asks how did it feel it's like I was a king then a fool Aww. um so it, it was one of those like I feel as though it's kind of thinking like projecting a personality onto an elephant yeah. which is actually really interesting in that essay um, I'll say who this essay was by because they seem to do this with their exhibitions because uh, um, we saw two exhibitions on were there and both the exhibition booklets had an essay by a different person who wasn't a curator I think or the artist which I love what a cool, cool opportunity for like an academic yeah. or right like I don't know a critic or a writer love it yes so this essay is by Susan Nance who is a historian of animals and a professor in the United States history and affiliated faculty with the Campbell Center of Study for Animal Welfare at the University of Jesus 
She's she's a she's a yeah, a cool academic. Yeah, and she writes well, so that's what we'll say. Um, but there's a really cool um reference to a different scor- a different scholar, Erica Fudge, uh, which says uh, that she warns us that the modern human habit of misrecognizing animal behavior is a stubborn and self-serving one. It allows us to exploit animals commercially while believing we actually love and protect them. So I think especially in this sort of situation where being in a circus is like such a public face and thing, you get tons of kids, all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of like like what you were saying, how like in front of people it was like quite like placid and calm and stuff. So it's kind of like, oh look, it's so happy. It's the same people do that with dogs. Like, oh look, the dog's smiling. The dog's not smiling. That's just yes. its face. But it's that sort of thing where it's like it looks happy, so we must be doing good. Yeah. And it's make me happy, so it must be good. And so I have it's this, that sort of yeah destructive cycle. I have this like a big issue with as someone who's allergic to dogs, mm-hmm. and I'm glad you brought up dogs as an example because I absolutely okay. wouldn't have done it. But now I feel like I've gotten in. I feel like I've been made to feel like bad that I'm allergic to people's Aww. dogs, but people project in a really strange way mm-hmm. because they're like, they they try and convince me that like, no, I w- like you wouldn't be allergic to our sweet baby puppy. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, it's nothing personal. I'm allergic to everybody's sweet baby puppy. Like mm-hmm. it's just who I am. I'm, it's not like, I don't hate your dog. Yeah. People act as if I like, so yeah. And through this very strange relationship with dogs and dog owners, I have like, I don't know, I just get really like annoyed when people are convinced that their pets unconditionally love them Mm -hmm. because I think that's so naive. And it's just like any other creature where it's like, well, if you treat it right, it will hopefully love you back. But like with any other conscious being, Mm -hmm. it doesn't unconditionally love you because unconditional love is so rare. Mm But it like, it does love you. Yeah. And that's like, but people get so upset and it's fine. But I just, I just think like, look, if you didn't feed your cat, it would just go to yeah. that old lady down the street and it would be that old lady's cat. Yeah. Like much. animals are also just trying to get by. Yeah. <laughs> so that's like, that's also a tangent. <laughs> tangent central this episode. I mean, it's kind of what we do. So and this there's so many like cool things to talk about because of this. Mm-hmm. There's just, I think, yeah, that's why I like it. It it opens so many avenues of discussion for so many different things. Mm -hmm. So, oh, definitely go with a friend so you can chat about it. Yeah. (laughs) Or just go alone and then chat to us about it. Yeah. (laughs) Do that. Absolutely. But I guess we can say how Jumbo died because it was fairly sad. Very tragic. It was in 1885. Um, It was in uh, Canada. He's been shown in a, a small town in ontario somewhere and for whatever reason they were hurrying him across train tracks i assume they must have had him on a train and the it was dark and they're just i guess not watching out that much because a train just straight up hit an elephant I f- yeah and i feel like someone really dropped the ball i, th- I think so like something was going wrong mm-hmm. and someone had already fucked up yeah because that sh- surely you shouldn't be hurrying an elephant across train tracks trying across train tracks at night that just seems like a recipe. They were asking for yeah. trouble. And especially like in the 1800s where like health and safety wasn't necessarily the best it yeah. could have been. <laughs> or existent. Or exist, you know, <laughs> either or. But it's it sounded horrible. Oh, yeah. Like he just like was ripped apart by this train. Yeah. Well, like it was his skull in like, like... Several pieces. Yeah. But after this, because obviously Jumbo was such a legend across the world and everyone loved him, they're like, right, we can salvage this again. So they got this like taxidermist to like recreate 
like what was it recreated like East School or whatever and they needed to just get the hide off him so they need to do that in yeah. like, such a good way but like, he was literally ripped apart mm, like his so he, hide yeah. was even just like obliterated so I think they needed to fix it on the body and then get it off him to then taxiderm it and there's actually a really horrible bit in the seance which uh, wrote down what it said where was it so um, it's the seance question when Jumbo's kind of just talking about what happened like in the end um, and it, oh, it's horrible it says cutting began boiled from the inside out skin stripped 15 38 pound bones separated the coins of my stomach were spilled it, as it was stretched and stuffed the whole 29 meters squared of my hide was a pool stirred with clay innards muscular contours and lines of tendon so like just huge and then it, was, it goes on to say like how um, all like these new seams in his hide were just like completely rendered invisible because the taxidermist did such a good job but they did such a good job because he was like well Jumbo can still live on we don't need to have a live elephant for this like we've got the fans yeah. we've got this <laughs> so the hide was kept I can't remember where it was there was some building like this like nice cool building which is in some of the materials around the room on like the, the panels yeah. Um, and so it shows you like a nice oldie tiny photo of the building and then it also shows you a nice oldie tiny photo of this building on fire because it caught on fire and the yeah. the hide was completely destroyed and so another little bit on a different panel across the room is the jaw of ashes that they managed to scrape together afterwards because still even yeah. after he died even after the um the hide was almost completely destroyed there was still something they could get out <laughs> of it though and that's the thing that people compare to go see yes exactly because he was all it's all about the product yes they weren't i don't feel like there was a, like a large group of people who weren't upset that Jumbo was dead. Mm. They were just upset that the live elephant attraction was gone. Yeah. And that they were going to have to figure out something to replace it. Yeah. That's just like... Well, even then, the, um, just people copied. If anyone hadn't... I mean, I probably couldn't tell elephants apart. So there was a, a photo which actually sparked this exhibition from 1880 of what was apparently Jumbo the elephant crossing like a bridge in Hull like with this whole circus parade. Turns out it wasn't Jumbo, but people just did that. Like circus people were like, "Oh look, we've got Jumbo for a little bit. Come yeah. see him." And it's like just another random elephant. Especially if you only have one elephant, because I don't think a lot of people will have seen an elephant. Oh, so yeah. if it's just one elephant, you're like, "Cool, that's big." Oh. But like, it could just be any elephant because yes. all elephants are quite big. Yeah, pretty huge. <laughs> pretty big. Even even the baby elephants are pretty dang big. Oh, so cute! They're so cute. I love the elephant mouths and it's trunk. just so sad. And I feel like it's it is nice another thought i had that the name of the exhibition is what it is because mm -hmm. i feel like jumbo is like referring to him by his slave name yeah yeah and i'm not about that no 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 this is about like who jumbo actually was mm -hmm. and just the tragic goings on yeah i just can't imagine anything worse than like being associated with like a freak show basically mm because that's what they were. I want to talk about the P.T. Barnum. Sure, a go for bit, it, dude. Just because I want to go see Greatest Showman. Because that's basically, if you've seen Greatest Showman, the musical that just came out like a few years ago, that's yeah. essentially like what, like that's the like Disneyfied version, I'm going to say, mm -hmm. of like who P.T. Barnum was. Because he was essentially, like, that film makes him, like, oh, like, I come along and all these people who, like, aren't getting along in society because they're a little bit strange. Like, I'm going to give them a, like, 
outlet. on life. Yeah, like gonna, they're going to be free because they're going to be liberated from like society's expectations of them. Except that's not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> because he was exploiting people. That's, that's what it comes down yeah, to. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. At the end of the day. Not, not fantastic. And yeah, like he just, he was, he is like accredited for the saying a sucker born every minute there's Mm. no proof that he actually said that but most people accredit that to him which he was just like prime american capitalist like Mm. he was the boy like he was (laughs) into it and he just like he's just not my favorite person and i'm upset he got a musical yeah and there's like i love musicals and there's loads of people who deserve musicals and he wasn't one of them because they like picture it like they make it like this oh the the american dream it wasn't the american dream he was evil (laughs) (laughs) and yeah he just lie like i mean it was the thing i mean like we know it's all lies now so it's not a big deal yeah but like you know when it's like oh like here's like like oddities and he'd like claim they were things that they weren't that yeah. we obviously now know mm-hmm. but it's just misinformation yeah so don't romanticize him i think like, don't don't romanticize full stop anything <laughs> the end yeah i think it's nice don't <laughs> not cynical stop <laughs> <laughs> but no good point i just want to like get that out there because i don't want like like yeah he's not the hero of this story Mm. people like jumbo the hero of this story yeah and it's just sad man it's pretty sad (laughs) just the way like people have treated other living things yeah big no-no yeah big no-no i mean yeah so like as i said before like go see this one if you can but if you're in the northeast and can't just hop down the hill then animal-esque again has lots of interesting similar themes yeah so yeah it's nice that like this like these episodes came out purely right by accident that yeah, they came out side of, by yeah. side yeah oh well yeah it's a good show it's on until the 2nd of february so i guess that's not that long but i mean it's not it's not that long spontaneous trip yeah always fun well speaking of spontaneous trips a way we like to end these episodes is to say something that we're looking forward to doing Ooh. i've just remembered i yesterday booked a spontaneous trip oh cool i'm going to sheffield <laughs> oh yeah i love the like hand on hip oh, yeah, stance <laughs> that she took there <laughs> um but there was an exhibition that i want to check out and it's site gallery in sheffield and it got extended until uh the second of february so i was because i was humming and hawing like should i go i'm like mm, i'm skint though but then i'm like oh i'll get paid before i go so hey. i really want to say it's really cool it's called well, it looks really cool. I haven't seen it yet. It's called Rewriting the Future. So it's like sci-fi and stuff, but like Ooh. specifically about like women and queer themes and stuff. And Sounds there's great. a video piece by Ursula Mayer. And as you know, big love, fan. Love that person. So I'm excited to check it out. Oh, nice. Well, I feel like that was a sign. Mm-hmm. So well done for taking that opportunity. Yes. What are you looking forward to, Rosie? Um, oh, I'm going to the theatre with my mum directly after we finish. Not the theatre, the cinema. Oh, okay, Going right. to the cinema with my mum after we finish recording this nice. and i'm gonna go see knives out which was your good thing a it few was. weeks ago <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna put that to the test we influence each other yeah we're like hashtag influences <laughs> oh dear <laughs> you influence me i hope i influence you, you. do no you do Yay. you influence me to oh uh, just because i thought you were reaching for your water bottle i bought a water bottle like oh, like yours because <laughs> i'm the only one that has this water bottle i'm sure <laughs> Right, so that wraps that up. Uh, as always, you can follow it on all the socials. Yes, please do. Instagram, Twitter, at HeyOutWhat'sGood. Got email, HeyOutWhat'sGood at gmail.com and a good old-fashioned website, HeyOutWhat'sGood.com. Hey. 
And if anyone out there like wants to practice making websites, you want to make us a website for free because <laughs> our website's shocking. <laughs> so get in touch. <laughs> Just if you want something to do, you know. Sure. <laughs> but honestly, thank you for listening. Yes, and thank you for listening. Go see this because we haven't stopped like thinking about it. Oh yeah, like. A good a good month ago, I'm just like, oh, I remember that time I went to Hull and saw yeah. all that stuff. It was great. Really, really fun. I didn't know what to expect because Hull gets a lot of like bad, bad press. Just like it's like the butt of a lot of people's jokes. <laughs> when we said we were going to Hull, everyone was like, "Why?" Yeah, no. Well, now I can tell that. them. Yeah, <laughs> for this one street. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. I just can't comment on any other part Aspect, of Hull. Yeah, not in the slightest. We, no, we only, literally only went to one part of Hull. The but best part. The best part. And hey, it took up an entire day. So I'm sure yeah. if there's more stuff there, more time. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But <laughs> thanks for listening. Keep your ears peeled because might have a, a mini sode out on ooh. Wednesday. Also ooh. about a show on at this gallery. So ooh, ooh. until then. <laughs> Farewell, dear <laughs> listeners. Bye.